Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Ultra Life, the show about business and life, lifestyle. Things are happening in your world. You have we have special guests all the time from the business world, what they've done to be successful, their tips and tricks, their motivation. And we also have people from life, people that are avid lifers, like they're alive and they do stuff living their life, whether it's living with passion, living with exercise, uh, they're feminists. We've had a show about feminism and romance. We've had a show about uh, guy and girl code, part one, part two, don't be a douche. So many things. It's a pretty wonderful and exciting way to share with you and make a difference with you guys. And today we have a special guest. Her name is Kathy, and finally her nickname is Keith Thompson. I love to call her Kathy because it pisses her off sometimes. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I'd like to introduce her to you guys. She's a wonderful person. She's been a great friend to me. She's an investor in my company, and she has had a great level of success when it comes to holistic health. Her uh, beautiful children of four, and she's been teaching yoga for 15 years. Uh, Kathy Keat Thompson fell in love with holistic health care while raising her four children. She has been teaching yoga for 15 years now and studied it long before it was popular to heal a knee accident. So we're going to have to ask her more about that. And she also became a massage therapist and a certified lifestyles coach. Um, She loves to work, loving to work with people and help them feel great. And she's one of the most compassionate people I know that's not on that intro. Kathy, thank you so much for being there. How's it going today? Great. Thank you for having me. I love talking to people about my passion, and I love how passionate you are being. Great. Well, thank you. I'd like to just jump right in it. So tell me about this knee accident. I remember you telling me over time, but uh, I'm not really clear on it. Uh, why don't you share with the listeners how that happened, and what, what do you mean by you healed it through yoga? When I was in college, um, I wanted to be um, a PE major. I wanted to teach PE in the high schools to kids and dance, and I was a, a dancer. So, And I was a ski instructor when I was in college, too. And I had an accident on uh, New Year's Eve, inner tubing with all my friends from high school, and a big football player landed on my knee with a guy in holding it, and he um, and you could hear it tear. It tore my ACL. It was pretty bad tear. I know. And, and it was pretty devastating to me because it changed my life. Then, in a in a very profound way, um, I had surgery. I, well, I didn't even do surgery for a long time. It was four years later, and the team coach did it, and you know they didn't do it really great. I could tell. Big, huge scar. And then I blew it out again when I was dancing, when I had two little daughters. I was in a play, and I was a dancer in the play. 
And I tore it out again, and I was pretty upset. And I went to a really good doctor who said to me, you will never ski again. And I was an aerobic instructor at the time, and he said, and you're done doing that. You will never do that again. And I was pretty discouraged. Yeah, it was hard to hear that. But I remember thinking, um, you know, I think there's going to be a different way around this. And my cute mother said to me, it was later when I was struggling to get it strong enough, she said, honey, why don't you try yoga? And I didn't know anything about yoga then. I thought it was weird, and I moaned and I groaned a little bit. (laughs) And said, okay, I'll try yoga. So we went every Monday night to a class and drove in there, and I had three little children at the time. And I couldn't even squat and stand back up because it was so sore and inflamed all the time. And I just kept doing it. And yoga is what I found out is that yoga is incredible because you use your body. um, You use your body for a weight instead of lifting weights. And so it's a gentle way to stretch your body and use your body to create more strength, more balance, and more flexibility. And it worked. And um, that was a long time ago, probably 25 um, 27 years ago was when I had the second <clears throat> surgery and, and I'm still skiing and still doing a lot of things without very much problem with my knee. And I, mm-hmm. I can really tell you it was yoga. Well, and you're in yoga instructor now and yoga instructor now, correct? Yeah, I, I did that because I knew that I needed to do a lot of yoga and I knew that if I had the discipline to become an instructor, that I would teach a lot. I used to teach seven classes a week and uh, at a lot of different places. And I, that's probably the best I ever felt in my life when I was doing it that much. So I, I totally am committed to the whole philosophy of yoga and what it can do for your mind and your body and your spirit. That's what I love about it is it's not just one thing. It really includes all of those things, and it falls in line with the, my beliefs around my holistic health care. Do you like doing yoga, Adam? You do it sometimes, don't you? Uh, I don't do it very often, to tell you the truth. I, I, love, I love it when I do it. I mean, I've only done it a few times in my life. Um, but I, for me, I tend to want to uh, do something that's ag- aggressive like uh, – hike up a mountain with 100 or 50 or 150 yeah. pounds or kickbox <laughs> yeah. and deadlift or lift weights, you know. I even sometimes I'll jump, run on the treadmill, but I don't feel like it's enough. I like to exert myself. And I've done power yoga, and if I wasn't in such good shape, it uh, it would kill me. And uh, But I, I do like it, but it's just kind of mellow for me. And that's kind of why I don't, yeah. I don't do it much, but I totally do believe in it. And I know people out there it makes a difference for them. And I know just because I don't do it and I, I don't do a lot of it doesn't mean it's not beneficial to other people. And I really should do more of it to tell you the truth. Maybe after the show, I'll be able to do more of it. Yeah, I think so. I, you know, it's, I have, um, of these four children, my 
first three are daughters who are all very much into physical fitness and eating healthy and all the things that we did together growing up. And none of them will do yoga. They moan and groan like I did. I did. I moaned and groaned when my mom used to take me the beginning. And then, you know, the thing that I saw, Adam, was that I grew up being a dancer. And I, um, I saw the discipline at one point. I was a ballet dancer and a modern dancer. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for me to do ballet sometimes. It was very slow and very disciplined. And I'm, and you, just, you described me. I'm quite, quite energetic and... I want to be doing things that are fun and active. And I, when I was in college, I had a class that I wrote a paper about the difference between discipline and um, being more peaceful and the, and the difference between the two and what it created in your life. And I think is when I, when I started to do yoga, I saw that it gave me that balance that I wanted where I had time to be more still and more quiet. And yet, disciplined and strong it really has changed my my body to be stronger and healthier than it was before I did the yoga so yeah I'm really committed to it um and I'm hoping I have an article sitting right in front of me of this woman who's two years old and opened a yoga studio in New York when she was 63 and teaches 11 classes a week still when she's 92 and has, um, you know, there's a picture of her with balancing, you know, doing a side plank. And it's very unusual for somebody that age to be able to support your body weight. But I'm actually, I actually have my mother sitting here right next to me while I'm talking. And it's fun to talk to her. People always say to her, she's 95 years old now. And people say to her, how do you look so good and take, you know, what have you done to take such good care of yourself? And what do you tell them when people ask you, what's your motto? Can you tell these people, what's your motto, so that you can stay healthy? Hello? She says, I like to move it or lose it. And that's her motto that she's always used because she said, if you don't keep moving, so she's always golf. She's been a golfer and a dancer, and it's pretty fun to to stay healthy so you can do things in life. Want to do? Can you hold the mic uh, to your uh, mouth a little better? Because you come in and out a little bit. Just want our listeners to hear everything you have to say. Can you tell us a little bit about what you what your experiences with nutrition, what you've learned about it? Yeah, I um, I've always been interested in what we eat because I noticed at a young age um, the difference it made when I had a lot of sugar and not anything that was really healthy for me, I used to get migraine headaches really bad. And I would notice that if I hadn't eaten well, that I would feel that trigger happen when I knew they were going to come. And sometimes that would trigger a bad migraine. or, And then I started to notice that, you know, I'd get really high and really low on it. So as I grew older and had children, um, I noticed the same thing with my children, that if I send them out in the morning without a good breakfast, um, I knew that they weren't going to do as well as, I, as they could when they left the home. So I took it on to really study nutrition. And 
one of the things that I like to do when I work with my clients is I like to sit them down and do a write-up on what are they eating and what's your schedule like in the course of a day. Are you getting time to exercise? Are you getting time to have that quiet time? And I have a seven-step plan that I do of teaching my clients to um, meditate. I teach breath work and the importance of breathing. It's a seven-step plan? Yeah, it's called the seven steps to personal transformation that I teach my clients when I have them. Can you, and so, can you just tell us the, just the seven steps? You don't have to explain it to us at all, but if you could tell us what the seven steps are, that'd be great. Okay, so the first one is meditation. Um, the second one is breath work. The third one is I teach you how to cleanse your body so that your body will then accept the fifth one, which is nutrition. Um, and then I teach them about nutrition. And then the sixth one is, um, did I, oh, I just said nutrition, then movement. And we talk about exercise. And the seventh one, I um, call it being joyful and how the things that we need to do to eliminate the negative thinking in our heads. So it's a fun program with what we do with our thinking and how it affects us and how the food that we eat affects us. You know, we can we have highs and lows. You can be really depressed if you're not eating healthy or you can have, um, well, and then I teach about our endocrine system um, everything that we're eating affects our hormones in our body, and the hormones regulate everything that we do, our sleeping, our waking up, our attitude, our hunger, our, you know, our appetite, if we're eating too much or not enough, if we're eating the wrong food, and our sleep patterns and are all affected by the food that you're eating. Number one is the number one thing, and if your body's not healthy, Already, like if you're not absorbing through your, every, all the food that you eat is absorbed, the nutrients are absorbed through the walls of your intestinal tract. So if you don't have a clean colon and you haven't cleansed and you need to do it periodically through the year, and I noticed that you talk to people about that with the juicing, because if you're not doing things like that, then your body becomes really sluggish and you'll think, man, why am I so tired all the time or why am I so ornery or I'm always feisty and want to fight. You can generally track it down to what's going on inside your colon and your stomach. And, the, you know, it affects your thoughts that you're thinking too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's really hard to be positive when you don't have good nutrition. Wouldn't you agree with me on that? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, thanks for asking me questions because people usually don't ask me questions. <laughs> I have to interject my opinion. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I do. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I even, I mean, I know what it's, it is like. And I mean, I exercise, you know, more than most people. I eat healthy more than most people. But I'll still miss the bar sometimes, like if I'm in a hurry or I need to do something else. And there's other alternatives. If you don't have time to blend a shake in the morning, you know, I do a shake with apple and all organic apple, kale, spinach, carrot, cucumber, tomato, um, protein, and usually alkaline water or purified water, or I'll use tap water if I have to, if I'm out. But, uh, you know, I'll try to pick up a naked juice or something so that it's still, 
I'm still cleansing. I'm also getting the nutrients I need because if you eat everyday food that you buy at from anywhere from McDonald's to Wendy's, which I rarely ever go unless I'm desperate for food, it's like five, maybe like 2% of my regular food intake now. It's like 1% to 2%. Um, you know, I always go for something healthy. I go for fish and, uh, you know, and veggies and, and such. And of course, I'll still have a burger or something here and there, but it's as you progress and you keep in your mission of commitment, easier for me to drop things out. It's easy for me to not have something. It's easy for me not to buy something either, which is, which is good too. And I also tell people to go to like Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. I'd even say avoid the big box supermarkets, not because they don't have healthy alternatives, but what I've noticed when I take my dad in there to go shopping or my mom and dad now, or um, uh, I go in there shopping, there's so much temptation. And I don't need that temptation, you know? So I, I yeah. try to go to places like Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, Sprouts. I don't go to Sprouts often, but those places, and there's a lot less temptation. And if you're tempted to buy sweets or something, at least it's a healthier version of it. Right. I I agree with that. I think it's I think it's important to learn how to shop. So that becomes part of my coaching that I do with people mm-hmm. too is to teach them like you just talked about. And and I do classes and workshops once in a while and one of the things I really love to do is for example, um to teach people how to make a really healthy cookie because we do like to have things to you know, that are fun and, you know, it's like a reward for the day sometimes to have something like that. And the way that I make the cookie, there's no no flour in it. There's no sugar in it. It has tons of nuts and grains and um, I, grind up oat, I grind up oatmeal that's um, gluten-free. You have to get gluten-free oatmeal even and almonds, and I use coconut flour and coconut oil and really good chocolate. Um, and my little, I have little grandchildren that when I go to their house, they, they jump in the air and ask me if I brought my cookies. And they like them better than the other kind that they get. They found out because they make them feel good. It feels good when you eat them. They're just filled, packed with nutrition. So you can learn how to take, you know, the normal diets that we have and change them so that they're healthier. And, you know, people, my clients will complain that it's too expensive. And I, and then I talk to them about how expensive it is to go have a bypass on your heart or a, uh, take care of your stomach when you have a lot of stomach problems. I, it's really surprising. I think a lot of people probably know now how, uh, what they've done to our wheat and some of the grains have really taken a toll on our health. A lot of people that can't get rid of their stomach fat, if they'll eliminate wheat from their diet, for one thing, they'll notice a huge difference. And, and really with the way that you feel, so many people are allergic to what they've done to our wheat. So it, it's a lot of little things that if you just do one thing at a time, add on to it, pretty soon you're having a really healthy diet, like you just described. The way you eat is really impressive, Adam. 
and um, I notice I'm not always that disciplined. One of, and if I if I can just keep going, uh, one of the things that I teach too is um, when I do nutrition, that's I give a test, and it's the Ayurvedic test. Have you ever heard of Ayurveda, and do you know about it? What it is? Um, yeah, I, I I know a little bit about it, but let's uh, if we could let's talk about you being a lifestyles coach. You mentioned that you're a certified okay. lifestyles coach. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> okay, because that that is something. Just I'll just finish with that. That that is something that I throw into my coaching because Ayurveda is the oldest Great. health practice in the world, and it includes your personality, what you do. So when I coach people, I break it down to so that they can look at what's your personality like? How are you getting along with other people? How, what kind of people are hard for you to be around? And it's and it's all in that whole program that way. One of the things I like to do with people is to them um, the neat paper that I have, if you can visualize it at the top, there's a cloud with an arrow pointing down on either side to a dark cloud at the bottom. And we work on what it, what are the things that you can do to stay in your genius. We all came in as geniuses and we have a blissful way to do life, a really joyful way. Like little children, when you watch them, they have a natural joy about them. And we all have that inside of us. And then things happen in our lives that change the way we think, like, Man, I got to do that different. I'm now now I've got to do this and this and this to make people happy, so that I don't have people mad at me, or I have to, you know, become the pleaser or the caretaker or the. And I help you identify. These are called your personas, and so. You're still there, Kathy. Oh, we lost you. If you can hear us, are you there? Well, well, I guess we lost her for a little bit. Um, she was talking about lifestyles coaching and what she does with Ayurvedic healing. I can't really speak to that, but I can speak to uh, what we were talking about earlier is the nutrition, being, uh, having nutrition in your life and your diet and what difference it makes for people. How, um, you know, if you're feeling sluggish, if you're dealing with any kind of, like, mood changes, it makes a huge difference for you to be in your best health. And by being in your best health, you're always ready to take on whatever you need to take on energetically, uh, with your strength, your health, your wellness, your peace of mind, it makes a huge difference. I usually go uh, to Trader Joe's because it's got great prices on organic foods. And uh, I love going there, too. It's a good environment for that. And I buy whatever they have in the organic. Almost everything they have in the organic, I'll buy. I throw it in a shake. And I will use an apple or a pear add some sweetness to it but I also try to keep the sugar low an apple has about 15 grams of sugar and uh, you don't if you eat less than 50 in a day you actually will lose weight Um, and if you notice 
um, some drinks, some energy drinks, some sodas have almost as much as 50 in them in one serving. Or they'll say it's like two or three servings that people will finish a can of it. Um, so, you know, our, our world is really over-sugared. You know, we add sweeteners and sweets to everything because we're addicted to it. It makes our brains and our bodies feel good. But it's not necessarily good for our bodies. Um, another thing I've done is I've cut out most red meat. Um, I would I would still enjoy steak when the opportunity comes up, but now it's something I would enjoy as a delicacy, as something that I would um, enjoy as something I don't have very often. Uh, you know, it's uh, I love steak, I love burgers, but it doesn't mean it's good for me. The grease, the red meat, it's fattening. So I've cut those out of my diet, and it's taken some effort to do that. If I have to, if I have to get food, I try to go without, I'll grab a protein bar. And if I have to get food, I'll try to order fish. If not fish, then chicken. But I've even cut chicken out just because for me, I'm working on getting my body fat index down. I think I've got it down to about 10%. Um, but I wanted, you know, that's what I was going at. But I always say you take... You go with the level that you are at, and then you work your way up from there. So if you're 100 pounds overweight, you start with that. You start cutting out like one thing a day, one thing a week. But you stay committed to that goal, and it will change for you without a doubt. You will be able to make a difference for you so that it uh, it will work for you. Um, so, um, and so that that will make a huge difference. But if you just slowly uh, escalate or work toward your goal over time, you will get huge benefits from it. You don't have to um, do the things that you think you have to do in a certain way. You just go and adjust, and just keep adjusting it. If you don't exercise, start exercising by going around the block. And then the next day, go around two blocks. I'll go a block and down the street, you know, and then back. You don't have to do a full block, two blocks. You have to go with whatever level you're at, and really you have to build it into your, into your lifestyle so it becomes a habit, not an exercise, not, not – I'm sorry, not – something extreme that you're going to stop doing in three months or a month or two months. You make it part of your life as your life goal so it becomes part of your lifestyle. It's not a diet. A diet in um, in its own definition is usually temporary. And if it's not temporary, we've made it mean temporary. I'm on a diet. I never say take it, go on a diet. I always say create it to be your lifestyle. It's a part of your life is a part of what you need to do for your lifestyle, for your life, for your loved ones, and for society. I really do feel like it's your social responsibility to be in shape and eat healthy. And it affects the everybody around you. It affects society, uh, hospitals, everything. If you're in shape, 
it affects everyone around you. You'll have more energy to be with them. You'll have less doctor visits if you have doctor visits. Um, you'll be able to go after your dreams and your goals much better than anyone, uh, not anyone, than any other way, anything that you could be doing. You'll be going after your goals with such vigor, power, and energy that you'll be unstoppable. It will make a huge difference for you and a huge difference for everybody around you. So do that. Um, you know, cut out things out of your diet. Eat healthier. Buy organic foods because it's been scientifically proven that they have more vitamins and they're not modified genetically um, or they have less uh, less chance of being modified genetically. Um, to get more into your diet. And that's uh, pretty much all the time we have today. We lost Kathy there for a bit. We'd like to thank her. She is having a workshop. We'll be posting that in October. We'll post that with this episode. And we keep an eye out for our Ultra Life Business Mixer coming up soon. And we're also going to have an Ultra Life uh, Singles Mixer coming up soon. Keep your eye out for those two things, and uh, you can hear to our next show. We're going to have Jake Cope on the air with us. He's on a reality TV show on uh, TLC. That's the station. TLC. I'm excited to have him on. I love you listeners. Thank you so much for being a part of us, and I'll be having a webinar Wednesday at 6 o'clock, Business Sales 101 my sales techniques to add more sales. See ya.
Well, I don't know how to do that, so you know, I'm, oh. this is my first time on camera doing this. So. Oh, good for you. Good job. You see, someday never. You did it. You want to it's so hard to know what to do with business. You know, you take Some casting card. Sure. Um, I saw you counting. She keeps counting her money. <laughs> I don't know how the cards are. I want to get this in a finish. Yeah, I actually, I stopped, I stopped using that one and I just use Square now because they were charging me so much money. 
Uh, uh, well, well, it's silly. It's like, guys, you do know that no, there's other competition. I don't have to pay as much, right? But then you, they don't budge, so I said, okay, cancel. And luckily, they canceled. It's 5562. And you I might have a test because you filed the thing. That's good. Thank <laughs> you. 